0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Out of Character. I'm your host, Ryan Satin. Once again, coming to you from Nashville with all my interviews that I did out here, SummerSlam weekend. This week on the show, we've got Big E. Huge fan of Big E, former WWE champion, and we get into all of it. We talk about his injury, we talk about his recovery, we talk about what he's doing to fill his time. We even get personal about some things. So I hope you guys enjoy this conversation as much as I did. Here's my conversation with Big E. First, let's talk about you the person, because I like to start off each interview talking to my guest about just who they are as people. Mm-hmm. But you've already been on the show once, so I got to change my initial startup question here. So what words would you use to describe your off-screen personality?
1: Uh, boring. <laughs> placid. Uh, I always, like, when, whenever anyone's like, oh, hit me up on Twitter sometimes, like, as far as, like, wrestlers to hang out with. I, I thank you so much for considering me, but I am very dull. I don't, like... I don't, I'm, I am, like I am very much a, I'm someone who flips the switch on. I love performing, I light up when the red light is on, but when it goes off, I, I just power down. I power down, I get nice and placid. Uh, yeah, I would consider myself pretty dull, um, but I'm a, I'm a normal person. I'm, a, I, I'm just a guy, I'm just a guy, that's it.
0: Yeah, I, I can totally relate to that because as much as like I'm a talker and I talk to people and I'm energetic, the second like I'm at home alone, like it's the I'm just like quiet and boring as well.
1: It's, it's, all, it's just taxing too because people think like I'm just, I'm not at home swiveling my hips all the time, you <laughs> yeah. know, or drive. that is too much energy. It is too obnoxious to do that in my day to day life. I save that for on screen and the rest of that. I mean, you know, I'll, I'll thrust from time to time in my personal life, but uh, I won't get into it. What just, motivates you in, in life? Uh, what motivates me, I would say is, uh, kind of become a bit of a hippie uh, these days. So I'm very much a, I love telling, um, my stories of mental health and getting into mindfulness and whatnot. So I suppose I'm not someone who worries too much about legacy as far as like my wrestling career is concerned or, or, or just accomplishing a bunch of things on a list. I suppose, if anything, I want my legacy to be someone who at least attempted to brighten the lives of the people close to me. Um, I hope that I can set an example that you can get to a, a point of success in your career and be a decent human being. I think uh, like character means so much to me and who you are, you know, the, the money and the fame are things that don't matter. Honestly, to me, um, the way people treat others means something, and uh, life is hard enough, man. Life is truly hard enough, so I try not to add any more weight to anyone's life.
0: Yeah, and that that does, as someone who's just been friendly with you, that's very evident in in how you are. Like you're you're responsive of just like a, you know writing someone back about some random TV show we'll both be watching or something, and just like it's clear that you want to just make sure that you are seen as someone who
1: is a nice person. Yeah, just a decent person, but also like. And I write back too because I, I realize this with myself as well. If it's the things that I love, like TV, college football, hip hop, if anyone engages me on an, a fairly intelligent level, uh, you got me. I'll I'll keep typing. I'll keep talking. I just love I love when people have the same love and enthusiasm I have for my TV shows, whatever. It's it's just something I can't help.
0: I had Lashley in here a few minutes ago, and he told me he doesn't watch TV at all. And that blew my mind. I, I couldn't imagine not watching TV.
1: See, this further proves my theory that Bobby Lashley is indeed not a human being. but <laughs> he is some kind of a cyborg. Like it's, honestly, look at the man. He might look younger than he did 15 years ago. He
0: totally it does. It doesn't make
1: any sense. It really it does not make any sense. And when that man hits you, it's like, this is not a human. This is, uh, this is, this is, this is some other kind of organism that I'm not familiar with. Uh, but that makes sense. You see? I mean, why robots don't need to watch television. No. They, they don't need pleasure and no. entertainment. No, he's a machine. <laughs> that all makes sense, that all, that all adds up, that's, yeah.
0: I had Madcap on the show recently, and I asked him who his theories were on which wrestlers were possibly aliens, and I'm kinda surprised that Lashley didn't make the list, cuz I could see him being of not human for sure.
1: Yeah, no, Bobby's at the very top of my list, very, very top of the list. Look at him, it doesn't make sense, that doesn't <laughs> add up. Nice try, humanoid, You, you, you tried. And you did a great job. It's like a very close approximation of what a human should be, you know? Uh, but but I do, like I saw Bobby earlier today. I love Bobby. Bobby's a really good dude, man. It's, uh, but yeah, the things he can do, the way he looks, it doesn't add up.
0: It's just not even, it's like when you look, like when he's sitting here, I was just like, man, this this is just like a, like a, like a CGI of what you would make a, a wrestler into, you know?
1: Right, and you mean to tell me that man's supposed to be what, in his mid-40s?
0: <laughs> no way, okay. no way. Okay. okay, I'm buying that. <laughs>
1: Sure, Bobby. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, I liked when we were talking about the rehearsal. That show's so good. It is. Nathan Fielder's one of my favorite people is in so
1: good. Yeah, for some reason, I never really got into Nathan for You. Not that I watched it and didn't like it. I just, I knew it existed, but never really jumped in. I guess I just didn't have, you know, sometimes you need the, the nudge of a friend yep. who says, this is awesome. Uh, but then I saw the rehearsal and the first episode. Completely. and Are you caught up? Yeah, caught, caught up. Yeah, yeah, yep, well? yep. yeah. Uh, yeah, Dude, <laughs> that baby episode is insane. So good, dude.
0: So what it's it's crazy how it starts off with your attention immediately when they're doing the baby switch.
1: Yeah, uh, and then the, the dude. I started thinking. So I'm someone recently who's gotten into like I kept seeing two two two, and I have a friend, and like <laughs> and like I see all. I start seeing these signs in my life, and I had this conversation with a friend, and. And at one point like clearly the man they depicted he's clearly supposed to be someone who is irrational. He's yes. not someone you're supposed to positively identify with. And I was telling my friend Marissa like am, is is that who we are? Mm-hmm. How, do we not realize we're we're like way out there? Cuz I think I'm like grounded and then I see this man doing this like performing the same behavior that I am. And it's a little disconcerting. But, that guy yeah. looks
0: so crazy. And then when he's with his roommate and the roommate's like, what does that have to do with anything? I don't understand what that has to do with anything. And they're about to
1: square up. <laughs> it's like cross Sorry. this line, cross this line. Come across and they're roommates. And you're like, wait, these guys are roommates. Why are they fighting like that? Right. And what, what is the end game? You fight here. You still gotta live together.
0: <laughs> I also liked
1: how the lady in that episode, the baby
0: episode, how, she was clearly only bringing this guy in because she didn't want to wake up all night for this robot baby right. and then he realized it on night one like, "Oh wait.
1: I'm definitely just being used for this project. Right, I'm out. Thank you though. He <laughs> kept talking about was his scion too. <laughs> <laughs>
0: then he crashed at 100 miles an hour. Yes. Did you wait, okay, so now that you've watched the rehearsal, have you gone back to watch some Nathan for you? I
1: need to, I have not yet
0: though. Oh Man, yeah, the episode, I remember I got into Nathan for you early on. It was, it was the, the poo episode. Where he he goes to a frozen yogurt place, mm-hmm. and he's like, their business is like down, and he says to them, "I got a great idea for you. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna do a new yogurt flavor here that you guys are gonna sell. That's called that's poo flavored." And he went, and they're like, "What?" And he's like, "Yeah, it's gonna be a poo flavored yogurt. That's what we're gonna that's what we're gonna sell here. People will come just to eat the poo yogurt." Yeah. He was like, "No, they won't." He was like, "Yeah, they will." So he goes, he gets a whole like recipe made at like a frozen yogurt place that does it and they bring it in. And there's like lines down the street of people coming to try the poo and there's so many funny clips of like, yeah, I came, I came to eat the poo. You know, people saying that. And I, that immediately hooked me on that episode, after that one.
1: I gotta watch, I gotta get into it.
0: Yeah, he's next level, I love that guy. Uh, okay, let's go back a little bit. I wanna ask you more about you, the person. Yep. Uh, who are the three most important people in your life?
1: Ooh, oh, that is a good question. Uh... Man, I would. I guess I have to say, I always hate. Uh, just as a side note, I am not a list person. So anytime I'm asked to like list my top three, I always feel bad because I feel like everything is always in flux for me. I don't like. I don't have a. So if anything, I gotta say Kofi and Woods because you know they changed my life uh, from a monetary standpoint, from a career standpoint, from a friendship standpoint. Uh, I'd say those two, now I gotta pick a third. And I was uh, gonna say besides New Day. But okay. <laughs> but it's
0: okay, no, it's fine. Right, it's fine. right so you, you didn't say it, though. I didn't it's say it, I know, I'm too, too late, it's on me.
1: And I gotta, uh, my third is uh, Mike Notarelli. Uh, he was our writer, he was the, the person in 2014. He was the one who went to bat for us. Like, we don't get off the ground if it wasn't for him. And he's also become family, uh, and I'm just really proud of him, man. He left the company several years ago, but now he's a writer on The Cleaning Lady on Fox. He's a producer as well, and he's doing some really cool things in Hollywood. And he's, he's uh, that's, that's like my brother, so uh, yeah, I'll go with Mike Notarelli. What
0: about outside of wrestling?
1: Outside of wrestling, uh, I would say, so I have, I just, I was a very quiet kid, very introverted, so a lot of my friends from, High school and before, I didn't really do did I didn't do a good job of keeping up with. But I uh, have there's a house of us um, that we all in college we all played football together. We took a bunch of classes together. We roomed together. Those are my guys, and I love like our friendship. We've I get to see those guys because of the nature of the job. I, I've seen them often uh, get to hang out with them because one's in California, one's in South Carolina, one's in Iowa. But uh, those are my guys. So uh, Mike Sabers, Rashad Dunn, and Lucas Cox, uh, my roommates, my brothers, those are my guys I've uh, been like the best of friends with since 18, you know, the last 18 years of my life.
0: It's hard to keep relationships, like friendships, when you're not like with them 24 7. Like you're with New Day so often, you work together, it's easier to keep that friendship. I'm the same way. It's so hard for me to like stay in contact with my friends from like high school and stuff like that.
1: Yeah. And and two, you get older too. Like I'm such a different person. I mean, my core values are still there, but me, at, you know, for, for all of us, when you're 36, I feel like you tend to be pretty different from when you were 18. Yeah, especially
0: since like, you were forced to hang out with those people because <laughs> yeah, you just all live right, in the right. same town. Like, yeah, that's the thing in high school, to too. School. It's just
1: like, yeah, just, I mean, what do you, you can't, those are the, they're just around, so <laughs> you I gotta eat. eat lunch with someone. <laughs> exactly,
0: your pool is small, you know, you gotta exactly. pick someone. Okay, well, this might be too personal, but we're on the, you know, you, the person. I was wondering, sure. like, I feel like, and I don't know this, but I feel like w- dating when you're in WWE is, t- is tough because you're on the road 24 seven. Hmm. Now that you're home more often right now, are yeah. you able to kind of like get your date on a little bit?
1: Um, It's a it's a mess out here, this dating life. You, you, you should thank God that you you don't have to worry about that anymore. <laughs> you, uh, you put a ring on it, and yes. congrats to you thank for you. that. But uh, I, I don't, well for one, I, I spent Twelve weeks in a neck brace. Yes, that's so, Difficult, right? Difficult. I mean, you could, but then now you just uh, you're you're a charity case. You're a pity case. <laughs> I, I can't. I can't go on dates with a neck brace too. It's just I I can't. It's I can't a conversation starter. It is. It is. But now but now it's like oh how are you doing? Are you okay? I, like that's not the energy. I'm, <laughs> okay. You know I'm I'm not trying to do that. So uh, I haven't really uh, I haven't really I guess I haven't gone on a date or anything. But yeah I'm I'm it's only been a month or so that I've been out and about. But I've been seeing people. Um. I don't know, man. I don't have it figured out, and it's it's a it's a minefield out here in this dating world. Don't don't do it, man. I
0: dude, I the dating world when, when, when come now with the apps, it seems just like a whole different thing. You know, like I, I my girlfriend, I met her in person, or my fiance, I met her in person. Um, same with the girls I dated before that. It seems like a whole different playing field out there than I'm used to.
1: It is, and also I'm an idiot because I i I always I get interested in women who don't live anywhere near me, like in LA and elsewhere. And that's the problem as well. And I'm like, oh, you know, I can make it work. Uh, I don't know what I'm doing. I, I don't, I'm, I haven't figured it out. I'm, I'm better than I was a few years ago. But I also like, I also am not, I'm more open to being with someone, to share my life with someone. But I'm also not, like some people who like, I always wanted kids. I always wanted to get married. And that's just, hasn't been me. And there's also part of me, like I do really, I love working. I like being busy. I like traveling. And I suppose there's one part of me that fears that I'll have a partner who will have a problem with me leaving all the time or or trying different things and projects and, and being gone. So there's that as well. So basically the answer is, I don't know.
0: No, but those are all valid concerns to yeah. have when you're dating someone, especially when you are when you travel for work like you do. I think that that's definitely a fear for sure. Yeah. Well, let's true. get into a little bit of the injury talk. Obviously, you're dealing with an injury right now. How is your injury recovery coming along for anyone watching this who maybe hasn't gotten the latest update?
1: Yeah, so it's good. So uh, for those who don't know, I broke my C1 in two places. Uh, it's a Jefferson fracture is what they call. It. I also broke my C6. And I did that in March. Uh, So the last update we talked to, I talked with Dr. Maroon, uh, who's a Pittsburgh-based doctor, and he's worked with the company for a very long time. And essentially, so the issue right now is my C1 is not completely ossifying. It's not completely forming into bone, but it appears to be healing fibrously. So it's kind of contained enough. I am not a medical expert, so I'm going to butcher all these terms, but uh, it's good enough that they're not worried about me in my day to day life. Um, they're cool with clearing me like to take. I don't need the brace anymore. They took surgery off the table. But right now I'm just like I'd be cleared to, to live a normal life and I am cleared to live a normal life. But I'm not cleared to, uh, you know, be taking off and hitting uh, suicide spears and and uh, to be taking back bumps, you know, uh, because it's uh The nature of what we do is very physical. It involves your neck and your spine, and uh, I'd like to keep that as intact as possible. So for me right now, the kind of the next step is they want to take a look at it again after a year, uh, get some more scans. So we're talking about like March of next year to see how it's doing. Uh, We might also like along the way at the six and nine month mark, uh, look at it again. But the upside is right now I have no nerve issues. uh, There's no tingling. No weakness. Uh, I've been in the gym since two weeks after breaking my neck. Crazy, said it was, I was gonna ask that, yeah. crazy. They, they told me as long as your neck is in the brace, as long as you stay in the brace, you're good for that. So um, yeah, I've been working out, I feel great. Um, I'm just really grateful, honestly. I, I feel like in many ways, it feels like a bullet whizzed by my face. Like I felt the wind of the bullet go by my head. And uh, I'm very grateful to still be here, to still have the use of my limbs, to feel, to still feel good, so. Uh, I, that's really my biggest takeaway is just gratitude. Like I truly am grateful that I'm, I'm still here. I'm still kicking it.
0: Well, I think that, you know, the work you've done on your mental health probably helped a lot. You know, I think that some people might have not been able to have that mindset when thinking about it, you know, feel like something was robbed of them. But I think that, you know, because your mind is so strong with the work that you've done, it's probably helped right. a lot.
1: No, it does help a lot. And I think that's the biggest thing uh, for athletes is uh I know too. And I in a way it did help me that I've had a bunch of injuries beforehand because I've been through this. And I know that if you let it, if you allow it to, those injuries, it's so easy to spiral. Because there's the element of like as an athlete or as a performer, it's you want to be out there doing what you do, but there's also like an aspect of of missing the locker room culture and seeing I saw Becky and Seth and like just so good to have a long embrace today um because you know you just miss we we, we're a traveling circus and there's people that I've known for 13 years some for a decade and I see them all the time and then you go from that to just not seeing them you know just over um so that uh that stuff I was all prepared for and also a shout out to the company because you know one of the things that they did is pretty much as soon as I broke my neck within the next day or two, it was, they offered to to have me see a therapist virtually as well to cover everything. And at first I was like, you know what, I'm feeling good. I'm in a good mind, uh, headspace as well. I don't really need it. But then I thought, you know what, it, it, it couldn't hurt to talk to someone. So, uh, and I've been such a big proponent of therapy too. And now I have this time, I might as well. So, um, it's been great just to, to just have that to lean on as well. Um, because I won't shut up about mindfulness and meditation. I had a bunch of friends send me books. So I got like four or five books on meditation as well, but um, it really has been a godsend for me. It's something I do every single day. And the beautiful thing is it's like 10 minutes a day. It's not like, it's not two hours. Uh, it's not something that, that takes a ton of time, but I make sure to meditate every single day to stay present. Um, and the one thing that is always reinforced is that the only, uh, in life, the only constant is change. And Things are rapidly evolving and changing. And, uh, you know, what we do, too, is uh, it's dangerous. You know, you go out there and you have match after match after match. And sometimes you forget because you you go out there and you feel great and you keep doing it. But all it takes is one thing to go awry. And uh, there you are. But honestly, uh, I'm really grateful. I'm in a great place mentally and physically. I feel great. So it's been good.
0: Our conversation last year, its the only interview I've done where I felt so bad in the months that followed because... I told you I was gonna try uh, doing uh, yoga or meditation or something, mm-hmm. and I have so much ADD raging within me like yeah. that I, I can't do it, I, it's so hard. I've try, I have like, tried once and I was like, this is so hard to uh-huh. like stop down and like power down. And then I had people tweeting me like, did you try it? You told Big E you were gonna try it. And <laughs> yeah. then
1: I was like, no, I
0: didn't try it, I'm sorry. <laughs>
1: It's not easy. And I, I also, I'm not, I tried to say, like, this is something that worked for me. Totally. It might work for you. I try not to, like, you got to do this. You must try it. But I get it. Like for a lot of people, like I also for a long time, my man, my mind was one that raced all the time or one I had these active thoughts and I had to learn to still my mind and calm my mind. So it's not easy. It takes time. It took me even, you know, it took me several months of meditating every single day to really notice uh, a change in my life. So I, I get it, man. Everyone has their own path. For some people too, like maybe it's not meditation. Maybe it's going on walks. Maybe uh, just being out in nature, whatever it is that helps you find some peace. For
0: me, it was building stuff around the house, like something where I'm not like on social media and i'm just like focused on like painting this chair or like refurbishing this table and no one's talking to me and i'm just like in the zone so it's similar but my mind can still be like actively thinking about something at least you know it's hard to the the empty thing it's tough that's that's a tough one for sure yeah
1: it's not easy for everyone man
0: so i was wondering you know with you it blew my mind when you did get injured that you know one of your first instincts was to pull out your cell phone and like reassure your fans i felt like most people in that moment would be in a panic instead you know what was going through your mind when you did that
1: yeah so for me it was like i honestly it happened and i really didn't think it was that big of a deal i when they were had the emts and everyone coming i was like yeah y'all doing too much just relax <laughs> it's just a little contusion like i'm just, i'm gonna lay here i know something is amiss right now but y'all are doing too much but thank god they were all there for me man it was like i was really I was in a good place. I wasn't worried about like myself, or uh, I didn't have this "woe is me" feeling. So I thought, man, there are people like I know. If I was if I was watching television, if I was watching a football game, or I was you know watching WWE and a performer that I liked, an athlete that I liked, if I saw them, you know, those are scary instances when you see someone carted off, when you see someone, see someone stretch it out, and you know it's a spine thing. Like that's scary because they can be like me, where they're okay. They can have a concussion. Or, you know, it could, they told me too, like a stroke was possible or paralysis. Like, so I just wanted to let people know, like, it's late at night. Don't worry. I'm good. Everything's okay. Um, So that was it, man. I just didn't want people to worry about little old me. Uh, But honestly, what blew me away is just the outpouring of tweets and texts and just so many people reached out. I didn't know that many people cared, you know? It was just like, it's, it was wild to see. It was really wild to see, but it really, more than anything, and that was the cool thing, is I'm always I'm a, I'm a big proponent of like, giving people their flowers while they can still smell them, because I think there is merit to eulogizing the dead and those who have passed, but uh, you know, I just, it's cool, to, I think, to let people know how much you care for them and how much you appreciate them while they're still here. While they're still breathing, and it was cool. Like I, I got like a living eulogy in, in a way. So uh, it was cool it's to like see. like an episode
0: of Kirby Enthusiasm the when they threw the funeral from somebody who's still alive. <laughs> yes,
1: I did think about that as <laughs> well. Yes, but this was this was a roundabout way. This was not purposeful, but uh, yeah, man, it was just really cool to see. So I just wanted people to know, like, I'm good, I'm fine. Don't worry.
0: Well, you know, on that note, you know, with the outpouring of support and everything, and you saying that, you know, you you know dodged a bullet. Does that outpouring of support make you more motivated to try and come back? Or did this injury kind of put your life into perspective a little more and and you're kind of on a different wavelength right now because of it?
1: Uh, So I didn't really think about it in those terms. I just thought, um, mostly it's like, man, I felt like, man, I must have been doing something right these years to have that much respect from my peers and from fans as well. I guess I thought about it from a larger life standpoint and um, you know, it's, I started wrestling when I was 23, and you know, you just think of yourself different, differently when you're 23. I guess you know I had injuries, so I knew my body could fall apart on me or fail me. But there's there's still kind of that feeling of uh, invincibility to a certain extent. But now when this happens and I'm 36, now I start thinking about like, what do I want my life at 40, 45, 50 to look like? So I I guess that's kind of where I was at, where I kind of was able to take a step back from the career stuff, especially knowing like I'm not have I don't have to make any career decisions anytime soon. I don't have to rush back. I can kind of just step back and think about life. And and that's what I thought about more than anything is just the things that were important to me, the people who were close to me, how I wanted to, you know, how I wanted to pursue life uh, down the line. And uh, I've also, you know, especially when, when, um, when the medical staff uh, kind of asked me for my injury history and it was kind of a sobering moment because I feel great and I don't think about it often. But when it's like, yeah, left ACL, right ACL, left meniscus, right patella, patella tendon, left pec. uh, Those are all surgeries to the herniated discs in my lower back, herniated discs in my neck, broken neck in three places. It's like, man, I um, I've done a lot of damage to my body, and I put a lot, you know, a lot of miles on my body as well, and I've always, you know, you see the OGs and the vets sometimes, especially at big events like SummerSlam, WrestleMania, and they're around, and some of them move around great, look great, but then you see some people, too, who are really just physically struggling, and I really, I never wanted that to be me. I never wanted to be someone who needed a walker at 50 years old. I always wanted a an active life. I wanted to be able to, just be, you know, you only get one body. It's not It's not like uh, I get to be in my wrestling body, and I use it up. And when it's all broken and beaten up, I get to move out of my, okay, this husk of a wrestling body, it doesn't work for me anymore. Now let me now, now let me step into skin. my life <laughs> body. Yeah, I got this good, it's the same body. I got one body to live in.
0: Maybe Lashley knows the secret to that.
1: I got, yeah, cuz he got, that's a man who might have a couple of different bodies. That, that, he might be the exception. Yeah. I think you might be onto something there, yeah, you're right. Uh, but for me man, that's the biggest thing is taking a step back and just kind of um, looking at my life and what I want it to be because there's there's a lot more there's there's wrestling and uh, you know there's a lot more and for all of us like I don't you know our careers aren't aren't it like there's a lot more to our lives than just what we do for a living.
0: Well, you, know, you said that, you said that You know, there's more you wanna do in life if yep. wrestling is over. What is like, what are the couple things that you would like to do?
1: Man, I so I love doing VO. I really have enjoyed doing uh, VO and I got some cool things coming that I can't really divulge yet, but hopefully yeah. in the next few months. So yeah, I love uh, doing vo- voice work. Um, I still wanna do more of that. And I realized, so I started wrestling because I love the athletic side of it. And I felt like I had more to offer athletically. And as I got older and as I started progressing and as the new day started to take off, I realized like I love performing, I love entertaining, I love making people laugh, I love breathing life into characters. That stuff I really enjoy. So now um, I kind of gravitated more towards storytelling and doing that in different mediums. So that's what I'd love to do more of, and uh, also, you know, I the one cool thing with like breaking my neck, which is kind of an odd thing to say, <laughs> weird say- but, sentence, yeah. But yeah, but I, I've loved like I've been able to be more involved in our short film, uh, "Our Heroes Rock," getting to work with my partners on that, and uh, so getting to produce as well has been fun. Like I never, not until like a couple years ago, I never fathomed that I'd be interested in producing, uh, and uh, that's that's something that I, that I really enjoy, and I just have the best partners. The only reason this project is going to be any good is because I have incredible partners in Jonathan Davenport and Andreas Hale, and uh, I'm just really excited to be making something that feels meaningful, that I think is going to be really, really good, and uh, so that's the stuff that I love. So I'd love to do more voice work. I also got to um, do a show called Side Hustle on Nickelodeon. It uh, came out early this year, just one episode, but that was my first time actually acting as someone who wasn't Biggie. I've done the Biggie cameos on TV before, but the first time playing a character that wasn't Biggie, and I really wanted to treat it as like, okay, you've kind of thought about acting to a degree. This need, like that for me was a bit of a dry run. Do you enjoy the process? Do you actually enjoy uh, working on the character? Do you enjoy the, that part? Do you enjoy that? Do you enjoy being on set? Do you enjoy all that? So I wanted, really wanted to say like, don't say, oh, I want to be an actor and I'm gonna go out to Hollywood. And like, do you actually enjoy the act and the process of acting? And I did. I had such a great time, and I felt like I wasn't horrid at it. I you know, I don't know if I'm going to any Oscars anytime soon. But, <laughs> well, uh, you got to work your way up. Yes, of course. But uh, but I had fun with that, too, so I'd be open to, to doing more of that. The
0: well. entertainment, working on a TV set is like one of the funnest things that you can do. It's one of the yeah. most entertaining things you can do. It's, it's, it's great.
1: Yeah, man, for sure, for sure. So that's something that I've thought more of as well. So we'll see. Well, I'm looking forward to uh, what, what, when will we hear more about like the Our Heroes Rock stuff? Uh, soon, soon. I know, uh, the problem is I don't want to like say, oh, here's a date, and yeah, of the course, problem is pr- production, but hopefully, in the next couple of months, uh, it's finished. And we're also hoping, like, we'd love to take it to some festivals as well. And because it's a uh, crowdfunded, it's a Kickstarter, we, we're also planning on releasing it to the masses as well. But definitely, uh, by the end of this year, and I think it's gonna be really, really good, man. I truly do. I'm excited about it. it's coming along really beautifully, Rhapsody did just such an incredible job. The fact that we've got, a, we've got a two-time Grammy nominee to come through and make an original song for us about Ruby Bridges, like that alone I think is it's beautiful. So uh, I'm excited about all of it.
0: Yeah, I can't wait to see yeah. that. Right, well, I usually end my interviews with a segment about uh, my guest finishing move, but we've already done that before. Fair. I wanted to ask you a couple questions about a few things uh, that I've seen in pop culture as of late. Okay. Uh, what are your thoughts on this whole pink sauce thing?
1: So I, I don't, I wasn't caught up when it first hit, but I was, so I'm aware of her. So she doesn't know what FDA stands for. And I think that's a problem. <laughs> yes, that pretty much yes, right. yes. Uh, and all the like
0: nutritional facts are real weird and off mm, and not right.
1: Right, right. Because I, I saw something where she's like, why would I go to the FDA? It's not a drug, it's not a medical thing. Well, it's the food part that we're concerned about. <laughs> yes. And I saw something i a friend of mine. So some people, some people were saying it's a uh, pharmaceutical spelled with an F. It's like, <laughs> I, I gotta get off the internet. I, I spend, <laughs> I've been here too long, it's, it's too much. Uh, yeah, it is, uh, that's something that I already, I know too much of, the whole pink sauce thing, and I, I, I wish I knew less, honestly.
0: <laughs> TikTok I I less. started serving me videos about pink sauce, and I was like, what is this, what is this? and I like, went and looked, and I was like, oh, this is a lot to take in.
1: It's too much, there's, people are doing too many crazy things, there's, there's that, there's also this the, the weightlifting trend on on TikTok and on Instagram of people doing nonsensical things like I'm gonna deadlift while having a bar on my back while also having some bands around my neck. There's some absurd things, right? Like we, you're de- you're you're decreasing your chances of living uh, <laughs> yes. by doing this nonsense. It, the clicks and the likes can't be worth it. They just can't be worth it.
0: I, I okay. Yes, I do think I would maybe try the pink sauce. Like not, cause. <laughs> If she was making it like in person for me, like okay. not, I wouldn't buy it and have it travel because she like isn't putting the proper stuff in it for uh-huh. travel purposes. But
1: I'm, I'm intrigued by it. But my thing is risk reward. <laughs> like, is it worth wor- possibly? Is it worth dying? I don't it? think you worth, die from. Is it. Is it worth getting ill? But well, but what is like best case scenario? What is that for you? What is best it tastes
0: case? Tastes great, bomb! I want to use. I want
1: to have it on all my meals. And you can't have. You can't find other things that taste great that that we know. Are are safe to consume? I mean, I could, I could, but I eat a lot of things that
0: like like chicken nuggets and stuff at McDonald's and stuff See, that would, like are gross yeah,
1: too. I wouldn't do that either. Yeah, you wouldn't eat chicken nuggets from dungs? No, I don't eat. I can't eat. I, I, so I, I don't. I'm a, I'm a bad example though because I don't really. I don't cheat on like food wise. I clean these days mostly because I'm afraid of my heart exploding at 40. You know what I mean? I, Fair. Yeah. I'm, and also like I was 300 pounds for a while. Uh, you know what I mean? Like I'm. I'm just trying to extend this whole life thing for Fair. as long as I can. Fair. Does that so. mean
0: that you don't have a strong opinion on the Choco Taco being
1: discontinued? Uh, it's probably. I know a lot of people have an emotional attachment to it, but uh, it's probably for the best. It's probably for the best. and, really? that, and I, I know, like that. Is, it's not for me to say. If you enjoy it, <laughs> do it. It's just not for me, man. I'm it's sorry. not for me. It's uh, I don't know. Man. Low on your list of novelty we, ice creams. We just, we as Americans, we put a lot of things into our bodies that that uh aren't great for us. You know, you don't need a Choco Taco. You really don't. But it's not for me to judge, you know, I, God bless, God bless.
0: I mean, do you think that we should remove all novelty ice cream? No,
1: no, no, by, not, by no means. Okay. I'm just saying it doesn't bother me because it's not something I have an interest in consuming. But for people who are heartbroken, my sympathies. My
0: gr- I was talking to someone who had a theory that it's just a marketing thing. That they think that it was just to like get people to buy more Choco Tacos. Oh, and that it's not actually off the market? And that it's not actually off the market. Oh, okay, I don't see that. I don't, I don't know, that. know if
1: that's true. But. I can see that. I don't even, I don't think I've ever even had a Choco Taco. In your life? I don't think I have.
0: Like what's your number one go-to if you're like gonna get an ice cream bar or something?
1: I, I'm sorry, I don't eat ice cream bars. Ever? No. In your life, you never had ice cream bars? It's been, never? I used to eat ice cream post-workout. Like I, I'd buy like a pint of Briars and eat that after work, but that was like a decade ago.
0: The whole pint? Half.
1: Damn, that's intense. Yeah, but I was just trying to put calories in. You know, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm very boring <laughs> no, stuff. i don't, not, I don't eat that's things. That's not that boring. I don't eat things. Like, the worst thing I eat is, like, tempura sushi. That's, like, the... That's the worst thing you'll eat? Yeah.
0: That's not even that bad. It's not. No. No. <laughs>
1: No. Well, I appreciate
0: you doing this regardless. I'm the, I, Even though we're not bonding over our love of Choco Tacos here, so I still sorry. appreciate so that we did this today. Thank you so much for doing it, I appreciate oh, thank it. Thank you, I appreciate you. Have a good one. Yes, sir. All right, I hope you enjoyed that conversation as much as I did. But before we get out of here, I got a little bit of housekeeping to do. Go subscribe to WWE on Fox on YouTube. That's where you can find this show on video. Every week, 9 a.m. Monday morning, 9 a.m. Pacific time, Monday morning. That's where you can find this show. You can find clips from Raw. You can find clips from SmackDown. You can find other clips from Out of Character that we post throughout the week. Stuff in the Community tab. There's so much happening on the WWE on Fox YouTube channel. So make sure that you are subscribed to the WWE on Fox YouTube channel. Now, those of you who are watching on there already, what's up? I appreciate it, hope I look all right for you. But also I know your phone is near you and I know that you might not necessarily have time to watch every single YouTube video, but you do have time to listen to podcasts. So go subscribe to the Out of Character podcast feed. That's where you can find this show every Monday, hitting your podcast feed. But also on top of it, you're gonna get a bunch of other stuff too. You're gonna get my Ron Smackdown roundups, breaking news stuff, lots of stuff happening in the Out of Character podcast feed. So go subscribe on there. I'm watching you. I'm you personally who are watching this YouTube video. I know if you did or didn't do it. So go do it. Uh, And if you're there, leave a rating and review as well. It helps out a lot. Helps get this show seen by more people. Also, go follow WWE on Fox on social media. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. And now TikTok. We're TikToking now. We're TikToking at WWE on Fox. We're posting clips from various shows there, we're posting videos that I'm in, having fun, so if you're on TikTok, make sure you follow at WWE on Fox. I'm also on Twitch, you can find me there, Ryan Satin Streams, streaming some old wrestling content, super fun, having a blast doing it. All right, that's it, I'm done, officially tapping out for now. Until next time, I'm Ryan Satin, and this is Out of Character.